0: Pros like you, no trusted brands have a hand in helping you nail the job. Start with Lowe's, where you'll find those brands and savings too. Stop in today and pick up a new Metabo HPT one and three quarter inch fifteen degree pneumatic roofing nailer for twenty bucks less now two sixty nine, and get a new Dewalt Tough Grip fifty two piece steel hex shank screwdriver bit set for just fourteen ninety eight, saving you five bucks. For even more ways Lowe's saves your business money, stop by the pro desk and talk to our dedicated pro team today. Whatever you need to get the job done, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through eleven six U.S. only.
1: Very good, very good. Well, we are proud to have James with us. Uh, Try to get him in here every week to talk Jags football. And, James, i got to tell you, if we can find out a way now to uh, to, to continue these, these winning ways over at Everbank Field, we'd be doing great. But, hey, who's complaining, especially if you can win on the road? And this year, that's exactly what the Jaguars have done, about as good, if not better, than anybody this year. That is winning away from home. They did it again yesterday, a shutout victory over the Colts.
0: Uh, Yes, sir. It it seems like this is a team that wins every other week, (laughs) and they also win away from home, uh, unfortunately, for those who got season tickets. Uh, But, yeah, what a victory on their part. Against the Indianapolis Colts, uh, um, you know, a team that typically they've struggled against or they split games with uh, from the AFC South. Uh, but this time they went out there, they dominated at Lucas Oilfield on on all aspects of the game, uh, offense, special teams. Uh, and defense, especially. Uh, so you you pretty much name it, and they they dominated on all aspects. They were clicking on all cylinders, and uh, this simply was a day that the Jaguars couldn't be beat. Um, you know, they were coming off a loss, a, a loss that they much have rather won at home at EverBank Field to the Los Angeles Rams. And I I feel like they they felt the urgency in this game to come out and and perform well. And one thing they have stressed this year, um, especially Telvin Smith, who who as we all know is from Valdosta, is that they do want to win and make all of their division games count. And they did just that Sunday.
1: Absolutely, uh, big division win over the Colts. Jaguars improved to four and three overall on the season and. In the process of winning their fourth game, uh, they eclipsed their win total of all of last year, which was three victories. So, in that regard, a big win for the Jags.
0: Absolutely, big win for them. Uh, Like I said, the Colts are a division rival, so you kind of have to win those. Um, And, and like I said, Blake Bortles uh, came out, set a franchise record, uh, most passing yards in a half absolutely uh was impressive he's a guy that struggled uh so well you know when you when they got him going at that point especially in the first half you could kind of sense that the jags will win um they got after jacoby Brissett, uh sacked him 10 times which is uh that tied the franchise record as we all know that was set week one against the houston texans <laughs> 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 so yeah like unbelievable
1: like, let's let that let's let that digest for just a second for the people out there that may not have heard that now you're talking about 10 sacks in a game and yes. James just mentioned we had 10 sacks against the Texans in the first game of the year so you add to that 10 more <laughs> sacks yesterday James that in just those two games alone that's 20 sacks that's way more than some teams get in an entire year
0: absolutely 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 and what's crazy about it is they're they're on pace i've read this on uh i think it was pro football talk they're at this point they're on pace to beat the sack record in terms of the nfl a year for a team so i think that was roughly 75 or 73 somewhere along those lines 75 so i mean at this rate if they continue this and 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 need i remind you you know it's possible uh, even though, you know, it's still a little early to tell, but need I remind you, they still play offensive lines like the, the Texans, which they got the record against and they play, you know, some some teams that don't have very good offensive lines. So, you know, when looking at those games, the Jaguars. You know, they they very well might could make the record and and not to mention that Calais Campbell, who who is the guy that that generates the pressure for the Jags and he kind of gels everything together, not to mention he has 10 sacks of his own, at leads the NFL in sacks. So he's a guy that could, you know, he could push that 20 mark or get somewhere near it. And under him, uh, you know, the, the possibilities are endless for Yannick and Guy Quay and Dante Fowler and Malik Jackson. And they got guys that come off the bench that can rush the passer as well. So that's going to be very interesting to watch over the course of time.
1: Again, we're talking with the James Johnson from the USA Today Sports Wire. James covers the Jacksonville Jaguars sport USA Today. And, Again, he uh, joins us this morning here to talk about the Jaguars' big win yesterday, twenty-seven to nothing at Lucas Oil over the Colts. Um, sort of some bad news, though. Cam Robinson goes out with an injury. What's the status on our big tackle from Alabama?
0: Right, the last that. Uh... The media was told about him was through Doug Morone, and he didn't have an update for him at the moment. Um, but when I went back and looked at the film, I did see what happened. Uh, uh, a Colts defensive lineman uh, rolled over his ankle as he was he was dropping back, and uh, basically. He rolled over. He the defender, should I say, rolled over his ankle. You don't like to speculate of how severe or how bad it could be. And you can you can never really tell. But one thing you could tell by Cam Robinson's body language is that he indeed wanted to be in that game and help his team to win. Uh, But, you know, fortunately enough for the Jags, they were able to pull off the win uh, with Josh Wells in as his as his backup. And that's their swing tackle. But, uh, you know, Cam Robinson is a big time contributor to this offense, him and Leonard Fournette, the first and second uh, you know round picks for this team. They've been absolutely wow. solid when you look at yeah. w- how they've helped in the run game. And without those two, simply put, the Jaguars wouldn't be where they're at, especially as an offense. I mean, those are the two additions that you could argue yeah. has carried them. In terms of you know being without Allen Robinson, so that being said, um you know they they head into the bye week this week, so that if it you know if it's not that bad of an injury that gives them some time to let Robinson heal as well as let Fournette, you know he'll he'll have three weeks in terms of Fournette under his belt of being you know being able to sit out of practice or or should I say to to rest himself and uh hopefully you know Robinson's injury is not that severe they can come back clicking on all cylinders as they face the Cincinnati Bengals uh for weeks uh what is it week 9
1: absolutely uh talk about the uh, the performance of Blake Bortles yesterday is that maybe his most complete game and i'm not just talking about this year but maybe since uh in the short time he's been wearing a Jaguars uniform
0: yeah you you could say that um absolutely it's up there among the top um i would say that game with the ravens in london was probably his best game that i've witnessed since he's been in in terms of since he's been in the nfl but yeah this game would probably be the second and as i said he uh set the franchise record for uh, most yards and a half. He was clicking once again on all cylinders. And I mean, part of it was due because the Colts defense is very poor. Uh, They're like 32nd in the league in passing, but that's not to take anything from Blake Bortles uh, and and Doug Marone and, and what Nathaniel Hackett did. They knew what they were facing in this game. They went out there, they let Bortles, you know, get some throws, get some confidence uh, against the Indianapolis Colts and, and their their secondary, and in the end, it basically snowballed. You know, it went from you know a, a first half thing, and it snowballed on in, on over into the second half, and and that eventually got the well. It helped to get the run game going as well, and you know when you're putting up that kind of offensive firepower, you know you you're definitely gonna win the game. So this is a a team. And, and and they were led by Blake Bortles in this process that they had, like, roughly, it was, I think, 500 yards, upwards of 500 yards of offense. And, I mean, at the end of the day, as bad as Blake Bortles has played and as questionable as he's been throughout the year, you know, Jags fans certainly can't complain with what he did yesterday against the Colts. And, and hopefully this will kind of snowball help get him rolling, get his confidence up into the second half of the season. Because, you know, if he he plays like that or remotely close or plays with confidence throughout the rest of the season, this team, you know, could go to the playoffs, uh, simply put. So, you know, we'll have to see how, how he plays after this. It's always been a deal of consistency with him. But no doubt Blake Bortles played lights out, played his heart out. And uh, that was certainly a good game out of him against the Indianapolis Colts.
1: Yeah, and, of course, uh, he certainly got supported by the run game, uh, which uh, I know you pointed out is uh, probably uh, one of the deepest parts of this this football team. Um, You know, if we would have said before the game that Leonard Fournette was not going to be able to play and that uh, our run game would be pretty stout, most people would have said, no, there's no way. But, again, that's just one of the great strengths that we've got with Chris Ivory. Of course, he was the AFC's leading rusher from a couple of years ago. And as I mentioned yesterday, I'd always forgot about T.J. Yeldon. He came through yesterday in a big way.
0: Yeah, it's, it's crazy because they are so deep. They, they've basically gone into games with T.J. Yeldon inactive due to Fournette. But, of course, as we all know, Fournette, uh, they didn't want to let him go. He probably... If I had to guess, he probably could have went. But to be safe and protect who is your franchise running back, obviously, you know, they held him out. And I mean, rightfully so, when you look at, you know, like I said, this defense that they were going up against in the Colts, one of the worst in the league against the pass and also one of the worst in the league or they, they rank in the bottom half of the league, 20th against the run. So, you know, when you look at how deep they are at running back, basically Doug Marone felt that, you know, the Jets could still probably win with Chris Ivory and, and Corey Grant. And, and they activated, of course, uh, TJ Yeldon, who – That Like you said, had the the 50 plus yard touchdown, which was a great touchdown, by the way. And now when you look at Yeldon, now you have to question, you know, if they should activate him in the next few games based off of his performance, you know, because he looked good. He looked good, no doubt. And then you look at how they use Corey Grant. They use Corey Grant more so for special teams. And that would allow, you know, that would give the Jags a one, two, three punch if they use Yeldon on game days uh, with alongside Fournette. And Chris Ivory. And I could argue that they, you know, they may should try to make all three uh, or use all three running backs and make them active um, during game days because what Yeldon offers, as opposed to Ivory and Fournette, is basically a change of pace because, as we all know, Fournette and Ivory are kind of physical runners, kind of bruisers, while. For uh, while TJ Yeldon is a guy that's kind of slippery and good with changing directions. And it looks like, you know, he, he has a fire lit up under him now that he's been inactive and uh, he came out and showed out on Sunday. And uh, you, you got a question or you, you got to wonder, will Doug Marone now give him some more playtime after that performance? Because it was an eye opener indeed.
1: Absolutely. James, uh, talk about the defense. Of course, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about this stout defense. Uh, quickly, we talked about the sack situation. But uh, overall, this defense, which went out and got some big-time playmakers during the offseason, give Shad Con credit. They didn't uh, spare really any expense in trying to go out and land the best available free agents, and it looks like it's paying off.
0: Absolutely. You could can, can argue that the addition of Calais Campbell was the best of the year for any team. And it's certainly looking at it now, the best addition that the Jaguars have made in free agent history ever. So that proved to be money well worth it. You know, a lot of people were skeptical because of his age. You know, he was at that 30 plus mark or that 30 year mark. And I mean, in in the Jaguars credit, they did their research. They did they did their their homework and they noticed that, you know, he was a guy that. It was very well worth the fifteen million that they're paying him a year, and and I mean pretty much this is the guy that's brought this defense together. As we all know, the Jaguars defense has always been decent. They've always been you know solid to, for the most part, but at the end of the day, they just consistently couldn't get to the quarterback. That was one of their issues, and now that they have Campbell, who he plays on the outside on on first and second down, then kicks on the inside with Malik Jackson on passing downs. Now that they have him, you know, as a result, Yannick Ngakwe has flourished, who has, uh, I think, his 6.5 sacks right now. Uh, Dante Fowler has flourished, who has five sacks. And like I said, all of these guys collectively – Um, And some guys even off the bench like Sheldon Day have have worked well together. And now, you know, they're in the conversation to chase down a sack record due to that one addition. And not to mention, like the fact that now that they can generate some pressure up front and they're pretty much they are the nation's number one pass rush in terms of, you know, sacks, um, turnover margin and what have you. Now that, that, that they are that, it allows that the guys like Jalen Ramsey, A.J. Boye, Tashaun Gibson, and, and Barry Church to kind of freelance, do their thing, and pick off people as they have. And a lot of people are putting them in the conversation to be the best secondary in the league as well. So it's, it's just a trickle effect that Calais Campbell and his addition has had for this defense. And it's just, you know, made the unit as a whole uh, the best in the league, at least in, the, in terms of passing defense. And uh if you're a Jags fan, you can't complain about that at all.
1: All right, uh, James, who we got next?
0: We got the Bengals next. Uh the game in which we will wear teal. Um, of course, we're on bye week this week, however, so we get we get a little bit of rest. Um for the first time ever, though, Jags fans are upset about bye week. And typically, you know, we're we're ready for this point in the season, but uh, you know, they played so well. They got four wins and have eclipsed their win total from last year. You know, people want more of the Jags, which is is, is odd. But uh, that being said, you know, uh, they, they get a chance to rest up and they need it. As we talked about in terms of the injury situation, they can come back healthy, can get guys like Fournette, Brandon Linder, hopefully Cam Robinson back uh, depending on the severity of his situation. And they can come back um, rolling on all cylinders and, and hopefully get their first home win um, against the – well, at least their first home win at Everbank Field against the Cincinnati Bengals and um, in, in their classic teal uniforms.
1: All right, James. As always, appreciate you checking in with us to talk Jags football. And uh, so far, so good. Let's hope that the Jaguars can keep it going.
0: Absolutely.